0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Hey,
1: you know what's Taz and Moose? You know what's Taz and
2: Moose? Hey. Ah, oh, yes, it is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house, it's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way, Andrew, your updates. We take you for another hour right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention, Hotline fans. Thank you, Mean Gene. Uh, Here we go. Kick off that third hour. Here we go, the three. It is now
3: time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. 49ers blow out Packers on Sunday night football.
2: They certainly do a message to the rest of the NFC and the National Football League. Here we are, the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that was the clearest statement of all in week 12, Taz. The 37-8 destruction Sunday night game on NBC. Game was pretty much over, you know, at halftime with that game being a 23 a nothing whitewashing. There was nothing to watch in the second half. You could have went to Betty Byer and <laughs> go watch something else. Right. Uh, that game, uh, you know, there was no way the uh, Green Bay Packers are going to pull off a miracle and come back in that one. Uh, 49ers dominate the point of attack. They were able to, you know, uh, establish some sort of a run. Garoppolo played well. The return of George Kill at tight end. There's nothing not to like about the San Francisco 49ers. Their only loss was that unbelievable game against the Seahawks this season.
1: That Kittle, man, we were talking about him earlier. Kittle is probably George Kittle, the best tight end in the game. And he came back of, off injury with a vengeance last night in that 37-8 victory over the pack. Uh, I, you know, if you're looking for a really good game, a good NFC battle that night on Sunday, which I thought we were going to get, that didn't happen. Uh, that Because Aaron Rodgers and the rest of his offensive friends, were just completely suffocated by that 49ers defense. They, those guys were just all over him. Nick Bosa uh, everywhere. DJ Jones, Buckner, every, Armstead. These guys were all over all over the place, all over Rodgers. Couldn't do nothing. Um, and, the, and the turnovers and stuff. So the, the, the Niners offense took advantage of that. Garoppolo played good. The running game, everything, man. Just, there's a lot to like about this Niners team right now.
2: There is, uh, You're exactly right. Here's Jimmy Garoppolo, their quarterback, after the win
4: defense got fast start we got the touchdown right away and then we kind of just uh I don't know we were in a little bit of a lull it seemed like and uh I don't know I just thought it ever needed a little uh you know look get the juice going type of thing and so just kind of brought everyone up you know and uh you know I think it, it did as well
2: what says you Kyle Shanahan
4: We're very well aware of how tight of a race it is, um, but it's way too early
2: to sit there and focus on it, on the way things are going. I'm sure that'll be the last week that um, really is worth knowing um, what's out there. But uh, there's a lot of football to play and a lot of games
0: and a lot of good teams out there.
2: Well, there is, and they destroyed one of them last night, 37-8. Here's LaFleur and Rodgers for the Packers' side of things after the loss.
0: Got to give the 49ers a ton of credit. That's a a pretty darn good football team. Uh, Disappointed and with myself, with, with how we got out coached and we got outplayed, bottom line. And it's unacceptable and we gotta look at ourselves and there's a lot to correct if we wanna be the team that we we want to be. You know, you watch the game,
1: right? And you watch the Packers at any time. It's just a problem I have with Aaron Rodgers, I gotta be honest. For his greatness and all his success and all his years as an experience, legitimate, you know, he's gonna be a first battle Hall of Famer, I would assume. <clears throat> His frustration, and no one likes to, to lose or when they are losing, that's obvious, every player. But I don't know, maybe I'm overreading this, Moose, I'd love your, your take on this. But I feel like Rogers sells with his face when he's frustrated with his teammates. I feel like... Uh, it, you're it, probably right it, about it, that. And it, I, I mean, I don't know about you, man, but it just feels like, and I, I'm not a psychoanalyst, like it's, yeah. it's everybody else but him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, That's how it feels, though. I, maybe, maybe because stuff he said in the past. that yeah, he has maybe, said, You know, maybe about the rookie receiver. I
2: mean, I, you know, uh, throwing his teammates on the bus. I mean, maybe. Uh, I, I think uh, I think you could sense the frustration on his face. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. I don't know if I can make the leap. Say it's all about him, or or it's all about his teammates, or it's a combination there of both. Here is Rogers after the loss. I think every loss is a test, but. Um, I think we have the leadership in this locker room. It kind of surfaced there uh, in some post-game remarks by uh, some of the guys. I'm not going to get into who said what, but um, definitely encouraging hearing some of those voices. Um, I feel good about our, our culture. Well, I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm sure he does. And, and, you know, one game doesn't decide a year. It doesn't mean that if these two teams meet up in the postseason, the game's going to go exactly the way that it did last night. But for one night... On a Sunday night in November, I mean, the 49ers were just downright dominant. And here's what you like about San Francisco, about why their game does play and does travel. They're not doing with smoke and mirrors. It's not about deception. This is not about, you know, uh, some kind of offense that's kind of taking hold of the National Football League. What it is is old-style football. Defense, win at the point of attack, establish the run, throw off the run, make use of the tight end. I mean, it's really you know kind of uh reinventing the wheel here. Uh yeah. it's going back 30 40 years of what really make great football teams great football teams and that's the way the 49ers are playing right now.
1: Yeah, and and it's uh and you hit on it and for those that don't know, when you hear someone say point of attack, I'm, I'm not trying to be condescending. That's in the trenches. That's on the line of scrimmage between the offensive line and the defensive line when the ball snapped, the guys that have their hand in the dirt in a three-point stance or four-point stance defensively. That's point of attack, yep. so that's what that means for those that don't know, but they made a statement, well, that's what you alluded to, the Niners did, and you're right, man, I mean, 37-8, to 8, uh, ass-kicking Jones, I mean, for sure, and, and Garoppolo, um, you know, he wasn't hurried much, he was sacked, I think, two or three times, probably three times last night, um, it wasn't, he, it was nowhere near the amount of pressure where Rogers. he was sacked five times, and, and he's not as athletic as Garoppolo, you know, but he, he just, he couldn't get out of his own way, He. These guys weren't getting open quick enough. Sometimes his, his old line just couldn't deal with that defense, as you're saying, point of attack, that defensive front of the Niners. Man, they brought it and brought it hard. The only game in town, you know, Sunday Night Jones, right? You're at your the grand stand, uh, grand stage right there. Or was you competing against? There's a little wrestling show called Survivor Series. Yep. For those wrestling fans, they were watching the Survivor Series, not this game. But, um, you know, I was going back and forth to both. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was, it was a definitely a statement win for the 49ers now. They sit a very cozy ten and one in that NFC, so they're looking pretty good.
3: They are. All right, next number two, Jerry Jones critical of coaching staff after loss to New England.
2: Uh right. Let's hear from Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, uh, after a loss up there in Foxborough yesterday, thirteen nine to the Pats.
3: I want to see us coordinate our, our defense, offense, and um, special teams. I want to see a winning game out of all of those guys acting a little bit in coordination and unison. I don't think there's a game that a coaching staff uh, has areas that it wouldn't, uh, couldn't do better in. And um, uh, I just uh, I don't like it that we've got so many as I'm standing here tonight.
2: Uh, it's really not a ringing endorsement for Jason Garrett as there was a report earlier in the day uh, that if the Giants decided to uh, move on for Pat Shermer after this season, that Jason Garrett, uh, former backup quarterback with the Giants, might be the apple of their eye to replace Pat Shermer in New York. In comes this scenario yesterday where... You, know, you look at Jason Garrett, the special teams, you know, not playing the windy conditions. There was one point in time where, you know, they have their return man Pollard back at the goal line when the ball's landing at the 10-12 yard line, Taz. And he's running up and the ball ends up uh, popping free. They end up recovering the fumble. Remember, after 10 yeah. yards, the yeah. live ball and a kickoff for everyone out there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you know, then you have the scenario down 13-6 late drive. Great catch by Randall Cobb down the left sideline to put him into four, facing a fourth and seven. At the Cowboys' 11-yard line, they decided to kick the field goal. Aikman on Fox basically saying to go for it at that stage. I agree with Aikman. I would have went for the
1: tie there instead of kicking the field goal and making a 13-9 game. Yeah. No, I I, I, too, I agree, too, with, with Aikman. I agree with you, too. <clears throat> you know, I, I got to say, though, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I I feel like Elliott, I mean, he had a good day. He didn't, didn't have a great day. Zeke Elliott, he had 86 yards, you know, 21 attempts, um, you know, no touchdown running. I, I I understand how awesome this defense is by Belichick, and uh, these guys are just always in the right spot. They're so prepared, and they just all do their job individually, which is why they're so damn good defensively. It's frustrating watch them, but they really... If 86 yards, when you watch this game for, for Zeke Elliott, for the Cowboys, it didn't feel like he ran 86 yards. You know what I mean? That's a decent amount of yards. You know, if, if a running back gets 100 yards in the game or more, it's a good day. A yeah. good day. 86 yards is not a bad day, but... It was not an impressive 86 shots, if that makes sense. Do you agree? No, I, he, I, don't, dis- I don't disagree he with you. them but quiet, kind of. They, they did
2: enough on the ground. Right, right. They did right. enough on the ground. And, uh, you know, maybe this game's a little bit different. Maybe there's some more point score task if it's not playing in the conditions that they're playing in. Nasty rain, heavy wind throughout the course of the game. Oh. But they run for 109 yards as a team. the The Patriots run for over 100 yards on the ground. You know, Prescott, I, 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 don't think was great throwing the football. He finally went to the glove on his throwing hand because he was really struggling early on in the worked. game trying to get yeah, yeah. and yeah. it worked uh, because early on he was throwing some flutter footballs uh, up in the air because he was having a hard time gripping the football. Yeah, uh, dealing with all the rain. It's another game in which is he sense the frustration from Jerry Jones, you know, just like the Saint game and others this year, the uh, the Packer game at home. That if a couple of things went their way, the Cowboys would end up a win. I mean, he, he's not wrong saying that this is too good of a roster to be looking at this team being zero and four against winning teams and
1: six and five on the year. No, no, I I agree with, Jimmy, with, with Jones for sure. I mean, uh, with Jerry Jones, I should say, but uh, you know, that tripping penalty was n- that hurt. Okay, I, I don't ever I've said this a million times, I don't ever feel like a game should come down to one play or a guy making a kick or a bad coaching decision. In a perfect world, you put yourself in a position not to be in that position. Yeah. But that's not the way the game goes. That tripping penalty was catastrophic for the Dallas Cowboys on Martin. Okay, that was on 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 Hightower. The, it, the penalty was on Martin. I mean that that was not bad call. Bad, it was just a bad call and a bad time. Um, and a reaction to what the the the, the ref saw late, not the initial part. The guy H- Hightower lost his footing. That's what happened. But I agree on 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 you know the stuff on the coaching of the kicking or not kicking. But the thing is too the weather, right? Everybody's talking about the weather during the game, after the game, middle of the game. I'm watching the um, I'm watching the what was it the halftime show on Fox? I guess it was right. Yeah, because that's where uh, Gronk Gronk's working with Fox, right? So they have B- B- Gronk there on the panel with all those guys, Howie Long and those guys and Kurt Menefee and whoever else is there. Um, dude, he's acting like they're the only team in the league, meaning the Patriots, that Coach Belichick's, Joe Belichick makes us practice, made us practice in the rain and the snow and you got to be on time. And, uh, and he acted like they're the only team that does that in, in professional football. Right. I was like, dude, stop. You're waving the patriot flag. I understand he's got a he's got a dog in a fight, he's friends with them all. But and he looked he looked weirder this week than he did last week. I think I he didn't, lost I more didn't, weight. not strange in the I, suit. Didn't, I didn't see it. I Dude, he looks like it. he's wired. Like he's his eyes are all bulgy and uh, it's gronk being Gronk. No? And he guys, all the guys working with him just laughing in his face.
2: Uh, I
1: Terry Bratch is like we're I breaking think, you in. Uh, yeah, I think he's there to be kind of like the yuckster. What's that?
2: Like kind of be the bring on the style, joke, yeah. like a goof. Yeah,
1: was it goofball or goof? Goof. Remember, you made a comment once on yeah, the show. Goofball, goofball. Yeah, yeah, goofball. So there's always a, always got to be a goofball on set, right? On a no, show. No, no, not, not always.
2: always. No, not always. But I think he's there to play that role, be kind of goofy, class clown. Yeah. All right. I think that's. I didn't see. I didn't. Honestly, I did, I did not watch what you saw yesterday, so I didn't see it. But if, I, if I'm
1: you if, should go look for it. The halftime shows, just watch them.
2: Yeah, I don't. All I, of them. don't I don't really. It doesn't. That does nothing for me. The halftime shows, I know. Menefee, the cool walkouts and everything like that. It doesn't really do
1: much. For look, me. I don't want to act like I'm locked in with a bowl of popcorn. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I just catch it as I'm grazing by. I got you. You know. I,
2: yeah, I did not. I did not see it, but it
1: doesn't surprise me. Gronk talking up the Pats. He loves the Pats. Oh God, it was like in the rain. Maybe they'll return snow, next year. All the stuff and and like. Guys are looking at them on the set like, dude, okay, it's football. I I'm mean, sure
2: they wanted them back this year.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Yeah. But you're for, if you're on a team that's, you know, maybe, okay, you're in Texas, you're the Cowboys or the te- whatever, Texans, or maybe you're in California, yeah, you don't have the cold and the wind, no, but you get rain. I mean, yes. you're getting rain. I mean, football teams. Pre- Newsflash The New England Patriots aren't the only team who practices in the elements. Nice. So I just want people to know that. I gotcha. I just thought that's important moves for people to know. That's what I'm saying to you.
2: So Pat sensitive. Amazing. All right, next.
1: Number three. Mason Rudolph
3: bench for poor play. Denies using slur.
2: Uh, Here is Mason Rudolph. They lose. uh, They win, I should say, yesterday. Beat the Bengals. Come back. Rudolph gets taken out of the game at halftime. Here's Tomlin on that decision.
1: Made a quarterback change oh in, in the God. second half there. Uh, just felt like our offense needed a spark. Mason wasn't doing enough. Duck came in and provided us with a spark, made a couple plays. Uh, we'll see what next week holds next week. Oh, my God. I, here is, over your here is Rudolph. In
2: uh, on the story earlier in the week that uh, Miles Garrett, in uh, appealing his indefinite suspension by the National Football League, said that uh, the reason why he swung the uh, helmet at Mason Rudolph is that Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur. Uh, here is Rudolph yesterday after the game. Totally untrue, and uh, you know I couldn't believe it, and I couldn't believe it. You know he would, you know, go that route after after the fact, but uh, it is what it is. I think I moved on and. Uh, one day it was tough, but moved on. We're good, now. We're good, good, good to go now. Clear, is there any room for
0: interpretation? You said something that might have, you know, some
2: other? I, absolutely not. I did not. There was nothing, not even, not even close. So there you have it. Um, and the National Football League, uh, mind you, did an investigation. They talked to guys on the field. They listened to all the uh, guys that were mics Mike, uh, on the field as well. Uh, talked to everybody involved. Uh, nobody heard Mason Rudolph use a racial slur. So I, yeah, um, mean? I mean, so that's where we're at with that, uh, and you know he's in. Uh, you feel you know, listen, it's an imp. Miles Garrett says that for Mason Rudolph. I mean, you're you're in a you're in an, an awful situation there where you're being painted something that you you know in all likelihood you did not do, um, and that's the unfortunate thing in this. Uh, where When that investigation comes down and Garrett saying basically he did not intend that for it to become public. He wanted that to be private. I mean, listen, it's a complete utter mess. But Rudolph denies it. Uh, his teammates backed him up. The Browns are backing up Miles Garrett. Uh, that is a complete utter disaster. And then you get to the scenario of the game yesterday. We'll see exactly what the Steelers do here moving forward. I'll be honest with you. I think Delvin Hodges is probably going to be the starting quarterback next week for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: It's surprising, right?
2: I think he probably will be. I mean, I Rudolph think last didn't week play he well. was saying it wouldn't happen. I didn't think it would happen.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't think Rudolph's st- the. I said last week, I didn't think Rudolph was the quarterback of the future of the Steelers.
1: Right, right. Uh, no, I, I uh, yeah. agree. Uh, yeah.
2: So, but I don't think uh, I don't think uh, he played very, very poorly against what is a bad Bengal team. So there you have it. Your top three storylines right. here on this Monday morning. It's Taz of the Moose with you. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. On this Monday, CBS Sports Radio.
3: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
2: All right, doing more. And brought to you by The Home Depot. Visit homedepot.com for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. A player that is doing more for his team. How about Sam Darnold? The Jets quarterback threw for 315 yards and two touchdowns as Gang Green pounded the Raiders 34-3 uh, in East Rutherford. We'll get to uh, a little college football. It was an interesting Saturday, the demise of the Ducks. We'll get to that here momentarily. Bogus is in the house. What's up, Andrew?
4: Hello, Moose. Hello. Hello, Taz. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Today's report,
4: this report, is brought to you by Geico. Great news is a quick way you could save money. You can save 50% on car insurance by going to geico.com. The Niners wasted little time imposing their will on the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Rodgers leaning in. Bent over, awaiting that shotgun snap, points to his right, stops his foot, gets the snap, five-man rush, now six-man rush. Rodgers is in trouble. Rodgers eludes the rush for a moment, but he's down. Fred Warner finally got him. The ball pops out. It's scooped up by the Niners and down at the two-yard line. That's Kevin Kugler on Westwood 1. Nick Boast of the recovery. Tevin Coleman, the two-yard touchdown run. San Francisco led in less than two minutes last night. They sacked Rodgers four more times. While holding his offense under 200 yards,
2: we got to improve on offense and set the tone a little bit, a uh, little bit better than we did. Obviously, I fumbled on the first drive; That didn't help. Um, gave him seven, and, and we just didn't get anything going. Obviously,
4: Rodgers mercifully pulled from the game in the fourth. Niners QB Jimmy Garoppolo with long TD passes to Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Their team is 10 and one, keeping its one-game lead on the Saints for home field in the NFC. The Patriots also 10-1 and after holding off the Cowboys 13-9 in rain and wind at Foxborough. Dallas has not beaten a team with a winning record this season. Seattle 6-0 on the road after a 17-9 win in Philly. Eagles QB Carson Wentz undergoing further testing today on his injured right hand. X-rays yesterday negative. The Bills are 8-3 and after smothering the Broncos 23 23- And as Moose just mentioned, the Raiders took it on the chin at the Jets, 34-3. Their head coach, John Gruden. We dropped passes. Hell, we dropped four center quarterback exchanges in the second half. Um, We missed tackles. We missed field goals. We missed an opportunity to uh, show our fans that came out today... uh, what kind of football team we are. Now, those Raider fans were loud pregame, which apparently angered the Jets. Safety Jamal Adams said they went back in the locker room after warm-ups. Everyone yelled and screamed, and they came out and they kicked butt. Tonight, it's the Rams hosting the Ravens, five-game winning streaks for the Clippers and the Nuggets. L.A. put down New Orleans at Staples, 134-109. Kawhi Leonard at 26, and Denver beat Phoenix, 116-104. It's a three-game run from Mikey B's Nets, 103-101 winners at the Knicks. Second-ranked Louisville put down Akron, 8276. Number 9, Kentucky handled Lamar, 8156. And number 14, Arizona ran away from Long Beach State, one hundred four sixty-seven. The Atlanta Braves have signed veteran catcher Travis Darno, two years, sixteen million dollars. Rafael Nadal led Spain over Canada to win the Davis Cup final. Undefeated North Dakota State is the number one overall seed in the twenty-four team FCS playoff bracket. Austin P and Sacramento State dancing for the very first time. And, yes, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers handled the Hamilton the Hamilton Tiger Cats 33-12 to win their first Grey Cup since nice. 1990. Yeah, no. you're A 1990 long, drought Winnipeg. in wow, Winnipeg. I thought it was that. 89, actually. but, but I, The 89 welcome. season, 90 Grey Cup. Why, no. no. Why don't you be honest? Why don't
1: you be honest? Be different than everybody else in these parts here. Maybe that Grey working. Cup. Be honest, okay? You were not gonna shout out the Great Cup.
2: No,
4: I completely forgot about the Great Cup. I I noticed it yesterday. That'll be good to mention tomorrow morning, and then completely forgot this morning to find out who won. Got it. So thank you for well, I, I revving up my memory. I inspire you. Do, you do. thank I'm, you for inspiring me. And, and, and
1: I'm a motivator. Let's be honest. Right. Everybody knows I'm a mentor, knows, I'm a mentor motivator yeah. type guy. Goon Jones. I just said I'm a motivator. Mikey B made a face like he smelled cheese. Like I don't know what he said made a face like, eh, like that type of face. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know if you're a motivator. But I am a motivator, and I, uh, I am a mentor. I mean, and I am motivated currently. Huh. That's what I do. About I, the you, know, cup. you know, you got to come. you got to bring your A game. you gotta know, you got to know your Canadian football here. That's Yeah, how it works it's my show. fault. So that's it. So 1990, yeah. 1990. So that's a big deal right remember there. Remember that? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, the great Tom Burgess was the offensive MVP. Really? 1990. Yeah. You remember that, huh? You no, I looked it up. <laughs> Warren Hudson, Lee Hall, Greg Battle. Wow. Trevor
1: Kennard. Oh, I don't. Nope. Nah. No. 1990. Mm, yeah,
4: I might have been working
1: in Japan. 1990. What were you guys doing in 1990? Pete, where was Taz in
4: 1990, was... 1990 Pete? <laughs> I, think I, was,
1: I, I think Japan.
4: I think I was working in New, <laughs> for, yeah, for New Japan. That. Yeah. Pete, what were you six in 1990? I was five. Five.
1: Where were you in 1990, Moose? Roughly. Uh, right? I was uh, getting ready to go to Don Bosco Prep. Nice. Getting
2: ready to go to high school. Yeah. I was, well, I was 14 years old. I was in uh, eighth grade.
1: All right. So, Andrew, that means you were probably going in fifth grade. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm in Tokyo at Ropungi, drinking Kieran beer, pounding them down,
2: <laughs> nice. packing
1: a lip.
4: Mikey B., what were you delivering in 1990?
2: Something in my diaper.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you guys act like 1990 was so long ago. Jeez, I, guess I mean, it was.
2: I
1: guess, I guess for you guys it is. I'm just happy I remember it. It was 30 years ago. A long it's time like 30 ago. years ago. It is a long time, right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's long ago. That's all right. They had a great cup. The eh, good.
4: good job, Bogish. Thanks, Moose. Well done. Thanks, Ted. Well done. Have a great hey, Monday. Hey, uh, we'll see you tomorrow, right? Probably yeah.
2: Saturday. Not a good day for the Oregon Ducks is uh, they fall to Herm Edwards, Marvin Lewis, and the uh, and Arizona, uh, and Arizona State, I should say, the Sun Devils of Arizona State on Saturday night. ABC game. Herbert in, uh, you know, uh, playing quarterback for the Ducks. The uh much ballyhooed uh, quarterback prospect for the National Football League. And, you know, that is a devastating loss for Oregon. Mm. Uh, on the, they did rally to make it a game, to make it at one point in time, 24-21. I mean, but they looked lifeless for large stretches of this game. They're down 13-7. You know, Oregon, Arizona State, that obviously jumps out there to a two-score lead. Taz, early on in that fourth quarter, before you start to get a little bit of a rally uh, from Oregon to make it a you know, twenty four twenty one game. Then Arizona State scores to make it thirty one twenty one. Then an Oregon score thirty one twenty eight. It took a while for that Herbert offense to light, a, finally catch a fire uh, for Oregon on Saturday night, and really too late. And now they drop precipitously in the polls, and their chances of of making it to uh, the national semifinals are pretty much over.
1: Yeah, I kind of I, I like Arizona State. I'm a big Herm Edwards guy. Um, you know, and I love that freshman quarterback, uh, Jaden Daniels. By the way, that they, they lost to a freshman quarterback, by the yeah. way. So it was it was excellent. It was 22 or 32 in the game over 400 yards with three TDs. And listen, and and Herbert, you know, for himself, forget about the team for one second. You know, it was tough in the fourth quarter, dude. You throw two interceptions, man, that's a tough look. You know, that's a tough look. But I, I think Herm Edwards deserves a lot of credit and his staff because they had – the Sun Devils primed them ready. I mean, the play action was the key to this thing here for that freshman quarterback, Daniels, because that was just – they were sucking into the play action so fast and leaving their receivers. They have a lot of speed, Sun Devils do, with those wide receivers. They do. And good gosh, they were burning up on those play action passes. And and uh, and, and I think Herman Edwards, being a former D-back himself, picked up on that right away, and they gave him a steady bi- diet of that play action. But, yeah, t- as far as an overview – now the Ducks sit 9-2, and two, uh, and you're right. They're probably out of that playoff pitch. I mean, we were both hoping they would end up in that playoff I did, deal. Yeah, so I high, hoping, yeah. I was hoping. I was hoping. Something different, you know, it would be nice. That but, pretty
2: much ends. I think now if you're rooting for something a little bit different, you're rooting for Utah, you're not? Right,
1: yeah, no doubt. Yeah, LA, I agree. Utah I completely agree. had
2: their way, and they won easily over the weekend. They won 35-7 going away in yeah. uh, a dominant performance over the Arizona Wildcats.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, Utah's high octane. They're sitting 10 and one, seventh in the country right now. You know they were dominant in this game. I mean they, they they had 28 first downs. Where Arizona, you know, only had 11. I mean they just were dominant um, uh, in the game completely in, in every facet of the game. Even penalties, they had more penalties, <laughs> but it don't matter. They they were, yeah. They, they were Arizona was overmatched here, but yeah, you gotta you gotta hope and see now what happens when these rankings come out. The new rankings, what happens here? So the, the, in that seventh spot do the Utes move up, you know that's going to be interesting. Why to think see. they're going to move up? No. How much though? That's the thing. They move up one, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, I one spot. Mo- yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but still, they they not move bad, up though, nonetheless, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think obviously, you know, Penn State getting handed their second loss. Right, Ohio right. State takes care of business. Second round team in the land, twenty eight seventeen, where Chase Young makes his return. You know, cut off jersey, showing off those six pack abs and everything <laughs> and the like, and making a you know immediate impact on that game. You know, Ohio State wasn't all that kind of impressive though, but it was a win nonetheless. I thought Fields played pretty well. Dobbins running it. Uh, Here's the problem with Ohio State. they got to play a cleaner game. They can't turn the football over. Penn State was able to get back into that game on Saturday, Taz, based on the doings of Ohio State or the undoing of Ohio State and turning the football over.
1: uh, Yeah, I I quasi agree. I mean, right after halftime, that did happen, to your point. Penn State came out of rolling, and, and, and they put 17 points up in that third quarter. But fourth quarter, the Buckeyes defense figured it out. And, and they shut him out in that second, in that fourth quarter, and that's the key, right? So, and that that helped lead to that that twenty eight seventeen victory. Um, I thought the Buckeyes looked legitimately really good, and I think Penn State's a real good program. That's a that's a pretty impressive win. I know you're home in Columbus, Horseshoe Jones, a hundred million people. I got it, but still, I, I you know you you beat you beat up on uh well not beat up you beat. Um, a, a legitimate opponent there in the Nittany Lions who no, came into that game at 8. And, and my know?
2: point being is it's a 21-7 game. Ohio State fumbles the football, Penn State touchdown. Ohio State then gets the football back, fumble, Penn State field goal. What well, was 21-7? All of a sudden, 21-17 mm. as the Buckeyes turned the football over deep in their own end on a couple of occasions, which led to 10 points for the Nittany Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying take anything away from the right. Buckeyes. No, I know you I don't think they were great, though. I mean, I, I thought – but I think their opponent obviously – is better than some of the other teams faced. I, I think the Oregon loss was a devastating
1: loss. There's I mean, no doubt. No, I they, agree with They you.
2: cannot be losing that game on the road against Arizona State. Uh,
1: let me get your opinion. All right, so, you, as you know, Baylor beat Texas twenty-four ten. Okay, they did. so Baylor sits ten and one now. What's a, a better win? Like a more a, a, qu- a more quality win? Would you say that Baylor victory over the Longhorns? Over the Buckeyes or or the Buckeye victory over the Nittany Lions. Oh, I think Buckeye's over Penn State. Better, better yeah, yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You're
2: with there. me, right on that. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do. Texas looked okay in the game, but then they looked they, slow they, in, they, certain they, spots. in certain spots in the second half. They looked. Yeah, they. they I don't know if Baylor just picked it up. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it, they, I mean, I, yeah.
2: I was I like Texas to keep that game close uh, yeah, against yeah. Baylor. Uh, but Bay- Texas, uh, I've been disappointed in the Longhorns this year. I kind of like them going into the season. I, they look slow oh, and not athletic. in Certain spots,
1: I'll tell you, man. Um, and I, we well, you weren't here Friday, and we talked about this a little bit. That Michigan victory, uh, thirty-nine to fourteen over Indiana. The Indiana Indiana went to this thing 7-3, and three. Indiana a good team, and Michigan beat the dog you-know-what out of them, dude. That they was did. a good win for the Wolverines. They needed that kind of win. That's a good win right there. That's a good win, unlike Alabama, who, who's sitting there putting – they're beating Western Carolina. They, they beat I like know, Mac s-
2: Jones, 10 of 66 12, free. Three, 66 free. I
1: mean, 66-3, 10 of 12 for
2: 275
1: yards and three touchdowns. I mean, dude, like – Means. This it's, is what I mean about Alabama, dude. Like right. it's like they're not, they don't. I hate to say it. I know, you no, know, not beating anybody. They don't pay any all year, no. dude. Like I mean, not but just about almost every week. And I think, I think uh,
2: the selection committee uh, with that first CFP, you know, where Clemson was on the outside looking in, I think they woke up uh, a team a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, because they've been they've been steamrolling teams right I mean, now, I'm and the way that they, they played now. I understand, listen, Penn State's, Clemson's not playing Penn State. I, I get it. I, and the ACC's not particularly good and particularly deep this year. But they are absolutely destroying
1: teams. What, you about Clemson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No no argument. No argument. Yeah, I feel like they're legitimate. Uh, I, like I said, I, I, Clemson's definitely legitimate, legitimate. Um, LSU, in my opinion, is legitimate. Uh, the Buckeyes are Legitimate. You know, it's just that fourth spot. Is it Georgia? Is it? Well, you know, well, let
2: me ask you this: instead of saying like, who do you think deserve it? Who do you think will give us the best semifinals? Right? I mean, I think it's LSU. I think it's Ohio State. I think it's Clemson. Right? Word. I agree. All three of those. All three of those, You can right. put them in any order you want to put them, yeah, in, yeah. but all three of those. Which other team do you think would give us the? You know, I get deserve plays a role, but which team do you think would give us the one of the? Which team do you think would give us one of the better national semifinals?
1: Who do you think it's question. gonna give us a great Utah? I, I, my, I, I'd like to see Georgia. Utah, but I think it's Georgia. I I think it's gonna be I mean, they're ten and one. They beat up on they beat Texas AM in a close game. Okay, in a close game nineteen to thirteen. Um and Texas AM played hard in this game, but yeah, it, it, they're ten and one and they you know, they're beating Texas AM, I understand, but it, it's better than beating Western Carolina. So I don't I don't feel that that fourth team should be Alabama. I would lean I'd like to see it be Utah, but I would lean more towards Georgia. They came in this all week they've been in that fourth spot anyway. I don't think I mean I, you go through the list. I probably agree with you. Yeah, I, I mean I
2: probably right now I, I don't think it's Alabama. I don't think their defense is no. good enough. Uh, it's and not now Oregon two now, right? It's not Oregon now.
1: Oklahoma, nah, nah. The
2: problem with Oklahoma, I, you know, I think maybe Oklahoma's a little bit closer to Utah. The problem is I, I don't trust that Oklahoma defense. Right.
1: Uh, earlier on in the year, I thought they were a lot better than what they are dude, right now. Dude, you're right. They, they played TCU. Regressed. They played. They, they barely beat TCU. Yeah. I mean, twenty eight, twenty four. They beat TCU. TCU came into the game five and five, and not exactly like you know. Yeah, no, no. You, and Lamb
2: is so important
1: to that Oklahoma. Yeah, and offense. that's a big thing. That's no, that's a big. That you're right. And this game was they were home. Oklahoma was home for this game.
2: I know. twenty eight, twenty four. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I I would have thought. I don't. I don't remember what the line was on it. Um, but I would think it was more than <laughs> than a few points, uh, especially with Oklahoma being home. Yeah, I, I don't think that that.
2: It would be intriguing, though, if Jalen Hurts could get Oklahoma there and knock off Ala- – and get Alabama out.
1: Oh, that'd be – just how about that? That'd be funny, that'd right? Because of his be history, you know, being, yeah, in, being right. for part of the Crimson Tide. Wisconsin? No, nah, it's not Wisconsin. No, nah, I don't it's think not so. Wisconsin.
2: I think it's those three. I think it's Georgia. Utah, I, it, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, Utah, and, and, uh, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And you right. got throw Alabama, obviously, is in the mix. But I, yeah. I don't look at them as being a top-four team in the country.
1: Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not – I'm not down. I'm not with the uh, – we're not, we're not missing the one on this, right? No, no I don't, don't think, think so. so. I mean, Minnesota. You Unless can, you want to throw can, Baylor in there. No, you could throw Baylor. Minnesota, you know, they they, they, they won again. They they, won, they beat Northwestern, who's really bad. They beat them 38-22. You could say Minnesota. Well, yeah.
2: I don't Baylor's know. i was going to look at that collapse against Oklahoma.
1: Right. Prove right. to
2: be their demise. I mean, that was a game that you, you cannot lose.
1: Yeah, no, you can't. Um, at home.
2: You're up by the amount. You're up. You're up by more than three score. You got to win that football
1: game. Yeah, you do. You yeah. do. By the way, a kid. Uh, I mentioned him, you weren't here Friday. I mentioned him Friday Bateman, Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota. Oh, good player. Oh my God, he's so a good good, player, dude. He dude, is a good player. Right. Really, really good.
2: Um, it's Taz with the Moves. we who come back. We got the undercard for you. The stories we missed here on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. <laughs>
3: It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
2: All right, C- all right. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question it's from John up there in Maine, Taz. Will my Rams slow down Lamar Jackson and pull out a win tonight against the Ravens? Uh no. Um not I happened. would agree. I'd go Baltimore as yeah, well. Not they've not been happening. so impressive as of late.
1: I, I just think they have the, the Ravens just have so much momentum right now. The Rams you know, they have not looked I know they've this, not looked great. They're not. I know no, the game's not out in LA, explosive. Hey, I know that, but Yeah, just yeah, man, it's just something. A little revenge game today
2: for Marcus Peters as well.
1: Yeah, good point. Very good going point. Going back and yes. playing for the Rams. They yes. decide to move
2: on and bring in Jalen Ramsey, who they're going to have to sign to a long-term deal at, uh, at one of the cornerback spots there, Tess. So, um, you know, interesting when you look at the game and the matchup is when you look at how good Lamar Jackson has been here. Um, you know, what exactly is going to slow Lamar Jackson and the Ravens down? I mean, if it's not, you know, it's... Not Aaron Rams,
1: Donald, Who is it, right? Well, yeah, well and The Rams' <laughs> defense has actually been good. It's good. No, I mean, they, they've good, been playing yeah. well.
2: Mm-hmm. That's not been the issue. It's been the offense. Goff has really struggled.
1: That's right. you got two good running backs since this game, too. Well, a couple. Of, you can throw Lamar Jackson there as a running back, too, because at times, you know, he'll lead the team in rushing. But Ingram on one side of the, of the ball for the Ravens, and then, of course, Gurley. On the other side, there for uh, you know for the Rams should be a good game. though. should be good. I'm looking forward to. it. I love that
2: atmosphere, though, too. Yeah, Coliseum yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's great. It's I mean, great. that is uh, that's a cool you know Pasadena. Yeah. L.A. Coliseum. Oh, Those yeah. are cool atmospheres to watch a no, football no, game. No, it's
1: cool. Uh, yeah, do you thing I'll tell you, what's cool after you don't forget,
2: that. you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com/slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Every day.
1: What's cool is that Survivor Series was yesterday for WWE last night, and yeah. NXT Takeover was in Chicago on Saturday. And I will drop a podcast later today, uh, the Taz Show, uh, covering and reacting to these two massive shows WWE had. How were they? Uh, I, well, you have to listen to the podcast. No,
2: no, no. I end- I'm uh, not gonna. I'm not gonna go for a blow by blow match by match. But I'm just asking, how were they on
1: the whole? I thought the NXT Takeover show was excellent. Uh, they usually are really good shows. Um, I thought Survivor. I, some people hated Survivor Series. or hated on it. I, 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 liked it. I thought it was a good show. I liked a lot of the stuff they did on the show. Um, but I'll get into more more details. They no longer the do the teams in Survivor Series. Do no, they, they do. They, they do. do. They did. Oh, teams, that's yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah, and they had, and it was more of a. They they did more of a team feel as it was NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. Oh, that's so. Cool. And they kept score throughout the night. NXT ended up winning though. So believe it or not, they had oh, NXT. That's nice. Yeah, they did the right thing. They had NXT. You know. When, uh, when the whole gamut... Now, um, I asked yeah. you,
2: is it usually before... I mean, Bilotti's our, uh, you know... He's,
1: he's not our expert. You were about to say that, too.
2: No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, the expert. No, no, you're the yeah. expert, but I'm talking about the historian.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the historian. Well, I'm a student of the game. I'm, an histo- I'm not really a historian, but well, okay.
2: That, I, and you often go back to Bilotti to ask about when matches took place in your career. Okay.
1: it's a good point. <laughs> so I was just... I was going to lean on him for a second. The guy knows every single thing about my career. I know. Survivor Series, did it sometimes take place after Thanksgiving? Are you asking
2: me or Pete? Bilati. I asked Bilati.
1: It started taking place on Thanksgiving, and then it moved to Thanksgiving Eve, and then it moved to before.
2: Oh, so it used to be on Thanksgiving yeah, night. Yeah, that's when The Undertaker
1: right. debuted. Was, that was one of those. Oh, that was right? Thanksgiving
2: yeah, yeah. night. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I'm a historian, too, I
1: guess. Yeah, I guess so I, I know a little bit about wrestling, Thursday too, it the Thursday night of Moose. Thanksgiving. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, you I are. guess
1: I know something about wrestling, Hamu's huh, Okay, got it. Right, what so, to make sure. being, so
2: what are you being like this for? What, are you what am I doing? What did I do wrong? I what do what are you being catty? Why? I'm not you, catty. I'm never catty. You always, always go nice. to Blatty all the time for basically asking when you wrestle. Well, because you know, Pork
1: Chop Jones. It's cash. It's different when I ex blotty than when someone else does. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why. I'm sorry. Because then you empower him. Oh, uh, oh, now. If I you got, empower oh. him, the guy's a beast oh, as it is. I didn't know. I didn't. Know. empower yeah, me. yeah, right. His ego will be through the roof. No, there are egos here. I don't think it's Bilotti. <laughs> okay. Soon it will be the Taz show hosted by Pete Bilotti. That's all I need. Uh, that's all I need. is him coming to me. Uh, Taz, I think I need to take over the Taz show. Moose empowered me. That's right. all I that need. It's not. That's Pass not. along that check, too. <laughs> Well, new Taz Show will be dropping that will not have Pete the Body on it. Uh, just so Make you know. sure
2: you download that today. Radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, along with Taz and Moose.
1: Spotify. Lose. Nice. This show is not a, Yeah, yes. whatever. But, uh, We're not yeah. on Spotify. I'm on different spots. You're on, you're
2: on different spots. I'm on a lot of this. Wherever you get your podcast, download the Taz Show.
1: And Taz and Moose, too. Yes. If you want.
2: All right. Here we go. Undercard.
1: All right.
3: Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show.
2: All right, Michael. Alright, the last and final wild card spot in the AFC is really up for grabs. Steelers six and five, Raiders six and five, Colts six and five, Tennessee Titans six and five, and Browns five and six. Of those teams,
1: which one, if they made the playoffs, do you think could actually make a run? Oh my god, you went you went about hundred miles an hour, Mike. Jeez. trying to break to down the To me, it's the, the Browns or the Colts. Okay. Who's going to make the playoffs? That's no, the question. No.
2: Which team oh. of those teams that are in contention for a wild-card spot, final wild-card spot in the AFC, could make a run? I would say the Colts based on the offensive line. Mm. And I would say the dynamic aspect of Mayfield with Landry and Beckham. I would say the Browns.
1: Yeah, I'm going to leave more. I, I, Browns I, I lo- or Colts? I love your thoughts on the offensive line with the Colts. I mean, I'm, I, we agree on that. Full-throttle. But I would lean more towards the Browns just because of the weapons that they do have. And it seems like they're bringing it all together. You know, Landry and Chubb and obviously Beckham. They're, and they got, you know, they're bringing it all together. And as long as they can keep their heads right, they could keep on you know, kicking butt. So um, I'm going to lean more towards the Browns.
2: Okay. I can see that. I mean, it's, uh, it'd be fascinating. We're off the Raiders. I know. No Titans with Tannehill. No. No, no Hodges led Steelers team who
1: are sitting right now well, in the sixth spot. Yeah, I'm not a Hodges hater.
2: You think Hodges? You think they could do damage
1: with a guy from Samford?
2: Well, let me. Yeah,
1: Samford, not um, Stanford.
2: No, Samford. I, I. You think the? Okay, right now, you think the Steelers could go on the road with Hodges at quarterback and beat the Texans?
1: I don't. That's a tough one. I, I, I think I like their defense. I, I, I like their de- I like I like I like Watt on the edge. I, I like their defense. Um, Hi, I mean I don't.
0: I, is He's there a line in
1: that game? Is there? A, what's the? You don't happen to know? No. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Are you saying the Texans? When are they playing? If the playoffs ended oh, the today, playoffs? If the playoffs. Why am I jumping my bets ahead? It's a, a, hypothet- ahead. It's a hypothetical my- matchup. I, yeah, I, I can't see that
2: happening. It was. Just, it would just be six three. Is the Texans right now would be the three seed
1: in the AFC playoffs. The Steelers would be the six. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think the Steelers, you, you know, be careful. Be careful. All right. something's, something's working now. I don't know what it is. What do you think, Mike? You like the Steelers, right?
2: Uh, I do because that defense is tremendous. I no. don't think they could beat like the Patriots or the Chiefs. No, or like no, But no. I think they could steal a game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's some mojo working there for Pittsburgh, and I don't think you agree with that, Moose. And I think you got to be careful with that narrative. Just letting you know.
2: All right, I'll stick with the Colts and, um, and the Browns. Is the two most dangerous teams? We'll see which one of those teams. Well, I said I the Browns. I didn't
1: say the Steelers. I'm just bringing up a point. I, I okay. No, I'm, I'm. It's it's all good. It's a conversation. Say,
2: it's I know we had a conversation. That's right, here we go. Next. We we had a conversation.
3: Syracuse head coach Jim Boheim
2: uh, Encouraging for the Bears that Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky had a solid second half versus the Giants, or he was just playing the Giants. Uh, I think it's probably more the latter. Check. Just playing the Giants. Yes,
1: yeah, check. Bing. Yeah, exactly.
2: I I don't know. I, I guess it could be worse. You could play poorly against a really bad defense, and then uh, everyone in Chicago would be running around the city like their head's on fire. But uh, he played well, uh, played better in the second half than the first half, but the giant defense, and that secondary, really struggles. All right, next. Kaiwe Leonard. <laughs>
3: Is Luka ah. Doncic the most exciting player to watch in the NBA? Yes. Luka he Doncic? Is. 20 yes. years
1: old. The kid's unbelievable, man. How do you pronounce his name? Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic? Oh, I thought you said Luna. Luka. No, oh, Luka. Oh, Moosh. You've had to play Zach
2: seven times. i mess. Better Mike's toward?
1: better with names than you. Mike's great with names. That's not true. Well, so you are. Uh, Doncic is tremendous. <laughs> Just say Luka. Yeah, Doncic. He is tremendous. By the way, that Steelers Browns game. Steelers plus one. I was talking about Steelers, Texas. I know, Texas. I got confused. Yeah. About I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to
2: jump on the Steelers wagon a little Pete, bit. Pete, fantastic. Bogus yeah. with the updates. Taz, yeah, good stuff, there. man. Yeah, you too, sir. Take Have that. yourself a wonderful Monday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Till tomorrow, peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here.
0: Okay, picture this.